Isn't modern technology a wonderful thing? I'm Scott Hamilton on the Zoom with Anna Maria and Dave from Vadra. And I got to be honest, I've been friends with Anna Maria since I started the radio stations almost nine years ago. And this is our first chance to actually have an interview. So, hi. Hi. Really cool. I was looking forward to this. Oh, me too. I mean, I mean, because when I started the radio stations, you were one of the first, you know, independent bands I heard from, and and we had a good run with some of your songs back then. And now here we are, almost nine years later, and you've got a new album out and uh, a new song on both of my radio stations. So it's all good, you know. Yeah, it's really, really cool. So tell us, uh, let's let's go ahead and talk about the new album now. Give me all the details and how this came to be, especially with COVID over the last year and that kind of stuff. It's been kind of crazy. So um, the name of the album is Urkala, and that's the Sumerian word for the underworld. So it's the first in a trilogy of albums that's exploring consciousness. Ooh. So this one is exploring the lowest level of consciousness, and it was fueled by a bunch of like personal crazy time. Like I had a breakup with someone I thought I was to spend the rest of my life with. I was on tour in Sweden and my cat died. Oh, so my, sorry to hear. Thank you. It was like really, really tough. It seems like my baby. And then um, my roommate was diagnosed with stage three cancer and he had to move out. Wow. I was diagnosed with a tumor, which is non-cancerous. Um, I also had some financial stuff. Yeah, thanks. So it's just, it was like crazy hell. And so all of that fueled um, Urkala, the lyrics and the music to Urkala. Um, the ideas, some ideas, the way I write is kind of like, uh, I, I write some things and bits and pieces and then put them together. We really didn't go into the studio until 2018 with Sahaj Tikatin from Rock. So he produced and mixed the album. Um, and we started then, so I was back and forth to LA um, we recorded drums with Blake Fleming in Oneonta because that's where he lives. Um, uh, for those of you that are friends or fans of uh, the Mars Volta, um, he was the original drummer and then came back in 2006 and stuff. And he's a very good friend of ours and he also recorded on Theroma. So um, it's just been a wild ride, but everything pretty much was recorded, everything was recorded and we were in the mastering process, I think last year, and then just focusing on artwork. So everything was already done um, and almost ready to roll um, when COVID hit, so. And that kind of put everything on hold a little bit? It, you know, certainly put all the touring on hold. Right. You know, so what we did and what we decided to do was, like, you know, how are we gonna spend this time if we can't tour? And we're not fans of doing the online uh, you know, home concert kind of thing. It, it just doesn't translate. Right. It doesn't translate energetically. So unless, you know, you've seen this, the Pussifer Live in Arkansas. <laughs> Which was really good. <laughs> that translated well. That it really did. <laughs> you no, know, but we don't have that kind of budget and all those cameras and all right. that, you know, that, like it was outside and everything else. So, you know, we're so we said let's focus on the the visuals. So we have time now, and we like doing things our way. So we decided to create a story, and um, based on the descent of Inanna, the Sumerian uh, classic hero myth, 
and we wrote this story. We all the all the music in Ercala will have a video component, and everything fits together in a short film. Oh wow! So we're shooting it together ourselves, we're editing it ourselves, we're doing like locations ourselves, costumes, everything in house. Um, and uh, so we had the time, and we said, well, let's just go in that area because that aspect of what we do. Let's go into the visual aspect now. Since the music was already taken together. And that's where the two videos, uh, music videos that we uh, released this year comes in. My end, out of the tie. Yeah. And there will be a, a long form. You'll kind of tie them all together when it's all done. Yeah. Yeah. So in a way. Yes. Yeah. So we're, <laughs> I like it when there's a plan. <laughs> there, there is a plan. Um, we're in the process of still shooting now. So um, we, it's possible that we have a friend come and help who's a uh, screenwriter a friend of ours who to, to help with some of the dialogue stuff because we're like we don't know what to do with that so we've pop, we're, we're talking to a friend of ours now who is we're very fortunate to have because he's got like uh, he's a Hollywood guy yeah <laughs> and you need those sometimes to do these kinds of things yeah. his expertise you know right. we like to do things ourselves but like you've got to understand when you're you have no idea what the hell you're doing. You know? <laughs> hey, me. when I need a plumber, I call a really good plumber, you know? Uh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so I noticed with some of the new artwork, we're seeing a lot more of you, Anna Maria. Is this um, is this tie into this whole uh, consciousness thing? Uh, the presentation is coming from an aspect of the goddess um, aspect. So everything was fueled... The whole Sumerian thing was fueled by my um, uh, curiosity um, to understand why we have, you know, the Western world, a male, uh, one God, why we have one God and why the God is male, a male God and why there is this imbalance between male and uh, masculine and feminine energies. And I thought, so I traced like history back and I was looking at gods and goddesses and um i just it tra i traced it back to this the first civilization and that's the sumerian civilization and the goddess hecate the goddess inanna and the goddess um, erish kigal have been like guiding this whole process like the visuals and the music the lyrics um the days that we release all this sort of thing so um, so yeah, the presentation is a part of that, the, what I'm wearing, um, and the way I'm, uh, presenting, I suppose is, is a part of presenting that, um, uh, archetypal energy. Right. I like it. No complaints here, <laughs> but it's nice that there's a deeper mythology going on, so to speak, you know, because a lot of music today is so disposable and you guys are not just creating music. You have a video component, you have all this stuff behind it. It, uh, for me, that's art I like art that I can dive into and do a deep dive in and learn more as I watch more and listen to more. Thank you. I appreciate that. Same for me. I mean, that's how I feel the, the artists that I love did that for me. I feel that I must be the conduit to, to that's part of my duty as, as an artist. I feel I must do that. And also growing up, that's the bands I liked were immersive. Like you can immerse yourself into Black Sabbath or Iron Maiden, you know, 
like there's a whole thing there so with the artwork and the lyrics and the exactly. show and it's not like oh let's throw a song out and see what happens you know so that's that's kind of like the headspace that i at least i'm in you know personally yeah and, and it fuels the performances it really fuels what we're doing because it, it there's aspects that don't come from us it's like we have to get out of our own way and out of our ego to have that energy move us and move through us. And that's the energy that if, if we are doing a good job and we get out of our own ways and that energy moves us, then it'll move you. If it's just coming from us, it's not, I don't, personally, I don't think it's not. And that's why I agree with you on the whole, some bands just can't do a live streaming show and get the same vibe that you get in a room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's energy, right? It, right. It, you know sound is it's wavelengths it, it's you feel it you know a lot of times um it's not even necessarily about visuals a lot of time times i'll go to a show and i close my eyes and just move it's just if an in an energy that you feel when you're around with everyone there with the with the person on stage it's just something that you can't manufacture and the you can kind of get something from a screen you can of course but it's different it's just not the full experience oh well like movies i watch a movie at home and i can appreciate this is a good movie and i enjoy it but when you're in a movie theater on a friday night and it's crowded and people are moving and there's an energy it's kind of you know it's 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 immersive. an experience yeah immersive yes, yes. so this has to be hard to to as an artist to put art out there and then because there's a commercial thought in your head you have to make money with this and so you have songs on the radio on mainstream rock radio but you're talking about much deeper things than say your average acdc song how how does that work in your head to make this palatable for the masses because i know sometimes when i have thoughts they're a, a jumble of things that i wouldn't tell anybody but eventually i kind of whittle them down to an idea that's suitable to to broadcast i guess you know it's really tough because you know we have had people say like what is this and what are you doing and like why and 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 look at us funny and i just i can't i don't attach myself to to those kind of thoughts because i know that um the like i said the archetypes and the energy that moves through us is way more powerful than anyone's i idea of whether they like it or not or a lot of times people hesitate when they when something's unfamiliar and and i we're all aware of that so to go in knowing that kind of helps us keep moving through it because we just have to move past it if you look at some of the great artists you know they they weren't they weren't even, you know, Poe wasn't even accepted during his lifetime. Right. You know, it's just the way it is because it's too weird or innovative. Like, uh, not that I'm saying we're too, we're so innovative and so great. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying when it's unfamiliar art, um, people get a little nervous. Stravinsky, you know, had a, had a, um, uh, 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 an opera called The Rite of Spring. Oh, one of my favorites, man. That's a bombastic right? piece of work, right? Right. <laughs> what happened when he debuted that in Paris 
He caused a riot. People hated it because the music was too different. It was too weird. And they were like, this is just not for us. And it's a masterpiece. And but now... only afterwards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm okay with that. I just, you know, we just keep pushing, pushing through. And we have, you know, these concepts and ideas are the classic hero myth. It, it's in every culture. It's repeated in every culture in multiple, you know, different stories in different ways. So, you know, the history is on the side of people need to hear these things. People need to be reminded. And especially now when we have such a division in, in our world and such disconnection to spirit, I feel. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and spirit and, and it could be any religion, anything that you want to want to you know any connection that you have to the great energy it doesn't it it doesn't matter and one is not better than another it's you know you choose that or you select whatever it is that that speaks to you based on your experience and and your light your upbringing and your your blood basically absolutely you know so it doesn't matter um but there are themes and that are re- reoccurring through history that we can connect with that can guide us. Um, and there are certain methods that are better than others to, to connect to that, one of which is music. I saw you post about Wonder Woman, that you've been a fan and obsessed since childhood. Is This, this kind of carries on that idea, right? Totally, totally. <laughs> um, you know, and there's a historical reference to that, too, that right. now too which is really pretty cool. Um, but again, you know, there's the goddess energy and female, you know, energy and like females were warriors, females were, you know, the, the stereotype, you know, females were just, you know, in cooking or, you know, in, in picking the, uh, the um, field, you know, in the fields, picking the grains and all that kind of thing, but not necessarily. So um, here we are with a tribe of women, the Amazonians, the Amazons and Amazonians or the Amazons. Amazonians, I would, but Amazonians. they are Amazons, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, and, and here's this tribe of women who were warrior women. So, and they're saying that, you know, they came from uh, Persia, they think that they were actually Persian. And that brings us back to, again, the first civilization and Sumeria and all that sort of thing. So it's just, it's all kind of tied together. Um yeah, it's just, it's cool stuff. I, I wanted to mention that there's this language on the cover of the album, and it looks kind of odd. It's actually cuneiform, the language, the Sumerian language, that oh, wow. I taught myself a little bit how to write. Um, and it's the word irkala in Sumerian. And then I got in touch with uh, Dr. Irving Finkel, who's this leading scholar, uh, cuneiform scholar. He's at the British Museum. And I asked him to correct my spelling, and he did. So um, that's actual. So it's accurate. It's accurate. (laughs) Yeah, I was so excited. I love Dr. Finkel. He's got all these videos on YouTube. He's like the coolest dude. And he's a bass player. And that's cool. Yeah. (laughs) They got that musical connection. Yeah. The dude is so awesome. You can check him out on YouTube. He's just so, so, so cool. Awesome. Well, you said this is the beginning of a trilogy. What's the plan? How is this going to take a decade to get out there? Or no, no. We've already got the demo for the second one um, mapped out. So we're talking to Sahaj now about when we can get back into the studio. We're in like maybe late spring, early summer. 
so it's just a matter of getting schedules together and and doing it but we have the music already mapped out so and you know we just have to i have to go into vocal melody and vocal um uh, um lyric land which is always you know like a totally you know you put on these different hats so that hat has to come on now which is a fun hat to be in so the way you guys do it does the music come first and then you add lyrics to it or it depends some songs want this some songs want that this one um the music is there the music uh, probably will be somewhat tweaked but we've already tweaked some of that already um it's really more i'm in lyric land focusing mainly on the lyrics and that's you know again to reflect the the second level of consciousness is you know what does that mean right what is the second level of consciousness right you know so it's exploring those concepts and ideas um in in my head and and also i do a lot of research believe it or not when i when i go through this process um and then you know whatever comes out comes out and that's what's meant to be although sahaj will temper me and say you know you can't say umbilical in a chorus <laughs> get it out <laughs> can't rhyme with orange so you know yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> another word <laughs> but again that's why we work with professionals of, of particular things that we may not be so good at like editing ourselves i'm not i'm not i'm really not and when it comes to producing vocals i'm, I'm horrible like dave knows like if i have to do anything you know vocally i'm like ah that's horrible you know like oh let's do it again ah oh, they did it what and then I get all nervous and crazy, and I, I definitely need, like, hand-holding when it comes to that. So how has everything else changed in your lives due to this uh, COVID situation? Um, everybody's trying to find new hobbies or deep dig deeper into their, their outside. Did you throw yourself all into work, or have you had some time to investigate some other things? Oh, we've spent a lot of time, like, really going into video land. I mean, that was a whole different world for us that we had zero experience in. Dave actually changed his ecosystem. You can, you know. I was an Adobe guy, and I changed over to DaVinci. Oh, I wow. Mean, <laughs> a few editors out there knew what, what that. Yeah, from was. while we were doing the video, like, yeah. while we were in the middle of, like, track shooting Vajra I'm uh, shooting Maya yeah so it was just like a lot of crazy time and he also had a new camera that we were like yeah and one one of the news. one of the things that was uh really interesting about shooting the Maya video was the fact that we did it over the summer in New York City you know kind of before things opened up we started you know meaning people coming around again so right we had deserted streets, deserted Times Square, deserted Chinatown, deserted Brooklyn Bridge. Right. It was like zombie apocalypse happened. And I was going to say, Hollywood used to pay a lot of money for those kind of things, exactly. and you guys yeah. are just getting it. Yeah. Oh my God, when you see in, like, in my mom still, like when we had the shot of us on the Brooklyn Bridge with the city in the back, we're like, it looks fake, but it's real. <laughs> Where's all the people? You know, right. like, there were no people. The, the shot, the promo shot of us in the in the alleyway which is actually two blocks from our house here from our apartment there was just no one in the hall the people like that's a, you know oh that's a cool backdrop did, did you rent that street or that's a backdrop? <laughs> oh, it was a street, in the middle, the street from the apartment in the middle of manhattan so that's it's yeah. you know 
it was it was really interesting yeah we were able to like when we that's the that's the mindset we went into like what can we do now that we can't ever do and we you know when you're touring so much we were touring for so long and it we i just had zero time to even finish the music none to think about recording shooting writing videos we were like that's just not going to happen we're like let's just do all this now yeah. while we have the time and while we have the city um you know to to it's manageable kind of go through and do it so that's the kind of stuff we've been really focusing on and just like we weren't you know we've got to get back to being healthy like i usually run and i do yoga i haven't really done much of that because i've actually felt like i've been busier now than i was then um but doing cool creative stuff that's how, I mean, do you feel that way? I do. I do. It's uh, good for the yeah. soul. Yeah. A lot of uh, sitting at a computer for 12 hours is not good for the soul, but no, it's, <laughs> uh, it's what you got to do when you can't go outside. When yeah. he was editing, uh, Sever the Tie, he went into like this zone for, was it three or days or four days? For the Sever the Tie video, that was a, a straight editing job. And again, any video editor will understand this. I sat there for, maybe 72 hours with tons of footage that I then had to put together into, you know, a video. And, you know, it, it was a lot of coffee <laughs> and it was just fun. A lot of headphone, a lot of hearing the song over and over and over. And, and, and just like every millisecond of these videos, you, you come to know every single frame, you know, Oh yeah. If we have a 60 frame per second, you know, video that's four minutes long, I know every single frame of of that, you know, whole thing, which is, it's very interesting. And for you, it's like double duty because you spend so much time on the music and hearing it over and, you know, it it takes a while to record an album and then to make the videos from those songs that you, I mean. (laughs) Right. So we, we've sat with this now for like for a while and we just, we have to realize people are just hearing this for the first time, you know, Oh yeah. or yeah. for the first few times. Oh. We've been sitting with this for a couple of years I've, now. I've heard know. these songs thousands of times yeah. now, and they're brand new for, for every, you know, everyone. Well, welcome to the radio mentality. We have a listener walk up to us and go, I'm tired of that song. I hear it so much. I'm like, you hear it so much. We sit in the room for five hours a day and hear it every single time it plays. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Crazy. But hey, it's all like perspective, right? Yeah. yeah, and you know, it's not really fair for us to 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 um, put our you know view out there. If somebody wants to experience it a certain way, they should experience it the way they experience it. To have it tainted by you know, oh, I've heard that so many you know times. It's like, why am I doing that? You know, to it. So it, it's like, let's just we'll put it out there, and 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 that's you know, and 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 how it is is the way it is. Um, you know, it's like saying. Sometimes I hesitate. I like to say what the songs are about. I do like to give an indication, but somebody might get something completely different out of the song that's just as valid as what my original intention was. And sometimes when it's like reading a book, when you revisit the song later, it means something different to you later than it might have meant to you some, you know, earlier. So it's just a constant moving um, process in it's an evolving process and a living process if it's uh, if we're doing it right and so 
um, it's, it's, you know, it's a, it's a weird thing. Do you say, do you not say, you know? And, and I think you've done a good job. Uh, when I listen to the songs, I'll still get what I want out of it, even though I know about all the goddess and Sumerian stuff, you know. That's cool. <laughs> well, congratulations on the music so far. What I've heard, well, I, I, I've heard the whole thing, and it's really great. Um, Maya was already a top ten on Ice, and it's in the top twenty on Fire. We're going about to move on the next song here on Ice. So, continued success. I can't wait to hear the next two parts of the trilogy. Um, anything you want to say to to fans and and the world out there? You know, we just we just got the vinyl in, so you're, yeah, yeah. So we're really psyched about that. And we have like we did the art. Well, Taz Lemer did the cover art, um, so he's worked with you know Tool, Balto. Um, you know, he's just super amazing, good friend of ours, super creative, awesomeness. And then we did some uh, artwork on the inside. Uh, we have a, like a booklet there, a little uh, fold out. And uh, there's a recommended ritual in there, and there's some etchings on the vinyl. Um, and we have the black vinyl, but we also have the jewel splatter vinyl, which is pretty cool, too. So we're really excited about that. Uh, and we will put the, the link to the shop down below this video. Yeah, so. that'll be great. <laughs> that'll be really cool. And CDs are coming shortly. We had some, uh, you know, stuff, issues with the distributor and the artwork to make sure that it was just, you know, really coming out. Uh, it was a little too dark before, so we had to do some, you know, to reprint and everything before it came out. We didn't want to release it uh, half-assed. So, um, you know, it's taking a little bit more time, but we're, we're really proud of it. But I'm hearing noise around the Internet about you guys, so this is all a good thing. This is great. Noise is good. This is really great. We like that. <laughs> well, thank you for taking the time and getting up early to do to an interview with a radio guy. I this was the first one, but I hope we do many more. Thank you so much. It's Absolutely. good to see you. It's it good to see you, and nice to meet you. And thank you so much for taking the time. Really appreciate thank it. Awesome. Thank, thank you. you. Good luck with everything. Thank you. Thanks. Bye.